Welcome to the Nutrition-ish Podcast, the place for all things nutrition and mindfulness. We are passionate about guiding you to make peace with food and empower your body and brain. I'm one of your hosts, Allie Hobson. I'm an NTP, Nutritional Therapy Practitioner in San Diego. I work with individuals to assess personal nutritional deficiencies and imbalances by addressing the root cause of any health issue. In my private practice, I focus on women's hormones, gut health, and thyroid dysfunction. Let's meet my co-host. I'm Chelsea Gross, a certified transformational nutrition coach based in Los Angeles. I work one-on-one with women who are ready to break free from dieting, make peace with food, and create a life they love filled with energy, self-love, and freedom from rules and obsession. I'm also the creator of the ebook, Break Free from Disordered Eating. Remember our disclaimer, this podcast is intended to be informative and entertaining and should not replace medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. We are so excited you're here. Let's get to the episode. You're listening to episode 78 of the Nutrition-ish podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Chelsea is actually getting married like tomorrow um, as I'm recording this, so I have a special guest with us. And she is a good friend of mine through Beauty Counter, but now just kind of in life. And I think that's one of the things I talk about a lot is like my favorite part about Beauty Counter is honestly just like the people and the women that I get to meet. We all just become really good friends, which is a plus. But I wanted to dedicate this episode. Chelsea and I talked about, you know, what if we did a Beauty Counter focused episode? And the reason for that being is we mention it a lot. We talk about it in passing. And we're both um, involved in the company now as business partners. And there's some maybe misinformation out there. There's some great information out there. And so we thought it'd be really fun to just kind of like tie in all the questions that people both ask us individually and put it into a podcast episode. So our guest today is Ashley. And Ashley, what um, title are you now with Beauty Counter? I am a managing director with the company. Awesome. So Ashley is just, I don't know like the goals of all goals of you beauty counter consultants. Um, so that's why I, I chose her to be on the podcast. And so I guess, Ashley, why don't you just kind of introduce like who you are? Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit about you and then jump right into how did you hear about beauty counter and why you decided to join? All right. Well, first off, I'm honored and just so thankful and grateful to be here with you all today. And I live in Encinitas, California. Um, I've been with the company Almost five years, which is absolutely insane. Um, But I am originally from Florida. I went to Villanova University outside of Philadelphia and have been living in San Diego for 14 years, basically. And, uh, you know, prior to Beauty Counter, I I was in technology sales. And actually, that's how I discovered this company was I was actually trying to pitch them some technology services and just came across their website and it was a really beautiful looking website. Um, I just thought that I looked at the products. I was like, oh, wow, like I love skincare. I love makeup. Never heard of this brand. Um, started just kind of diving into a little bit more about the company and learning about the leadership. And so went to Facebook, saw that one of my girlfriends said that she was with Beauty Counter. I was like, what is this? And then I just reached out to her and said, I need to know more about this company for my job, but also I'm kind of interested as I'm looking to make a little bit more money and I feel like I might want to do this and share. That's awesome. I actually didn't know that. So you found Beauty Counter. They didn't find you necessarily. You got it. Yeah. I, um, I'd never done anything like this before. Um, I honestly, like I said, I loved products. Um, I being blonde hair, blue eyes. Like I said, from Florida, I also was a really high level swimmer. Um, I'm all about anti-aging. And so I was a person who would try anything and everything, you know, shop at, if it was Marshall's, you know, TJ Maxx, the department store, Target, wherever it was, and would just try the next greatest thing and had no idea about anything about ingredients. I didn't know anything about healthy food. I figured, hey, I work out. I live in California. I'm probably doing okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I think most people from the things that I hear, it's like the skincare and the makeup and stuff is almost like the last layer. Like that was for me, the last layer that unfolded because I was like, okay, I've got all the other stuff down, but it can go both ways too. So you finding skincare and ingredients probably introduced you right to like all these other like, oh, food ingredients and like all the other things. 
it has transformed my life. It really has. I, I think differently. I shop differently. I'm just so grateful. All my cleaning products are now healthy. You know, I'm constantly looking at shopping other B corporations, you know, brands that are doing well. Um, you know, I'm much more conscious on the food. I still could improve on that. Not going to lie. But um, yeah, it really has opened my eyes to so much more. Awesome. Do you want to share um, what a B Corp is? Yeah. Um, so B Corps, I like to say they're companies that put people, planet, and profits as equals. So, you know, if you think of Patagonia, Tom's, Etsy, Seventh Generation, really brands that are just doing so much better for this world. Um, they're not necessarily just putting a band-aid on the problem. They're, you know, they're solution. They're, they're problem solvers. And uh, Beauty Counter is a B Corp and we've been honored and recognized now as actually one of the top B Corps in the world. That's amazing. I keep waiting for the episode, all those companies that you listed. I don't know if you listened to the podcast, How I Built This with Guy Raz. It's a really, really good podcast, super inspiring. And I keep waiting for Greg to be on that and be like, this is how I built Beauty Counter. I mean, I'm sure she will at some point, but <laughs> if not, you should tell her. She needs to Absolutely. Her. We'll have to tell her. <laughs> so, okay. So you found Beauty Counter. Did you, um, just this is out of curiosity, did you try the products first and then decide to become a consultant or were you initially just drawn to the business opportunity and joined that way? Yeah, um, that is a great question. And so when I reached out to my girlfriend, Cammie, who she lives in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, she went to Vanderbilt and very health conscious person, really fun and sweet, um, very trustworthy. And I reached out to her and I said, listen, I actually need to try these products because if they are amazing, I feel very confident I'll just enroll. And so she sent me a couple of full-size products um, across the country. They came in this cute pouch that I just felt, I was like, oh my gosh, I love the pouch. <laughs> it was just so silly. And I opened it up and the products, you know, they looked beautiful and I tried them. And within two days, I just had this natural glow. And I then kind of realized it was kind of like those days that I would eat the hamburgers and the pizza and all that stuff, which is totally fine to do, but you feel a little, you know, lethargic versus the days in that you're juicing, you're eating salads, and you just feel lighter. And I felt that. And I just felt like, wow, I should be using better products. Why would I want to go back to other products that have harmful ingredients? And so, yeah, I enrolled the next day. Awesome. Okay. So how long did you, I guess, become a consultant? Was it something that you just automatically, I mean, you have an, a natural, like, I don't even want to say sales because it's not really, but you just have like a magnetic personality to where you share things. Like I remember the first time I talked to Ashley, I was just like, Oh wow. Like I want to do this too. Like I need to do what she does because <laughs> you just have this way of presenting things very clearly um, your personality is so magnetic. Did you see that you kind of like rose up in the company very quickly? And then at what point did you decide, okay, you know what? Like I'm actually doing really well financially with this because you do beauty counter now for a living, correct? That is correct. Yeah. So at what point, I guess, maybe did you like realize that this is kind of a sustainable transition? Well, I really, early on, I recognized, I thought this company could be the next big thing. And, you know, the company was still really young um, and we still are incredibly young and we are now the next big thing. And so I just, I was like, I want everyone to hear about Beauty Counter from me first. Um, and so I just started, you know, making phone calls, sending out emails, things like that. Um, and honestly, I did come from a sales background and in a way it wasn't a good thing <laughs> because everybody just assumed that I was just trying to sell them when here I was really trying to educate them and enlighten them. And so it took a little bit of time, but once people were open to even just trying the products and then they started learning a little bit more about the company, how could you not want to get, you know, partner with this brand? And so it was probably in my fifth month is when then I hit a title called director. And, um, and I really just started bringing on some great women, some voices, some people that I felt would also be really passionate about this and would maybe really want to, you know, do this. And then it was about into, um, my second year of business, um, I looked at my pay and I recognized pretty quickly that what I made from my first year to my second year, it had completely doubled. And I talked to my husband and we sat down and he said, Ashley, like, what company can you be with if within a year that your pay doubles? Imagine if you doubled it again this year, where will you be? And that's when we made a conscious decision to really put a lot more energy and focus into Beauty Counter. And then on my third year, it doubled again over my second year. And then it just continued to really expand and explode. 
That's amazing. And so the benefits of being able to do this, right, is you get to, I mean, work on your own time schedule. You get to make your own, you call your own shots. You're kind of like your own boss, babe, I guess you could say, right? Like who would you think? And when you said like, I started to reach out to friends who would be interested, um, were you reaching out to them about the business opportunity at the same time as like, Hey, you should just, you know, you would really love these products. I think both, honestly. Um, you know, I, I really felt that I wanted to make a difference. You know, um, there's a lot of health things that were happening in my life from friends and family. Um, my sister, her kids were in the hospital four times in two weeks with asthma, allergies, uh, MRSA. I have friends who can't, you know, carry the term or conceive, um, you know, breast cancer. I've got three of them in my family and it was just, is enough is enough. And so I was like, I just have to make a difference for, even though I might not have kids for my someday babies, for my friends, kids, um, I just wanted to make a change. And so I looked at one, I looked at where people lived and to see, was there really any representation in this area? And if there wasn't, let me talk to you and let's, you know, let's, let's, I think you can do this. And I looked for people who not only did I think that they had potential, but that would really have passion at the end of the day, it's about the passion. And for me, this created something, something so purposeful and meaningful that I was missing in my life. And I felt that it could make this such a difference for somebody else as well. Um, and so that's how I just, you know, just started locking arms with women who really, they got it. People who are fun, people who are healthy, they're, you know, maybe they work out, uh, people who love products, people who love sharing, you know, people I would see on Facebook just sharing, hey, you need to try this restaurant or read this book. They're already sharing. Why not share this brand as well? Yeah, I think it makes, obviously to me, it makes total sense. That's why I also joined um, because it really just kind of fit with what I was already doing. I yeah. mean, here I am as a nutritionist recommending that people cut certain things out of their diet, include certain specific, very thoughtful ingredients into their diet. And for me, it came about because I was going through my own health stuff as well and being like, oh, okay, this is like kind of the last thing that I haven't really like uh, uncovered yet. And mm -hmm. I remember going through the bottom of my cabinet and just like tossing things and being like, I don't need this. I don't need this. Ooh, that one was expensive. Maybe I'll keep that. <laughs> like I kind of did a slow churn and burn with it, you know, because as I started replacing, you know, my ingredients with beauty counter, it actually never occurred to me necessarily in the beginning to become a consultant until I was like, well, why wouldn't I? Because I'm recommending it. Like I was always still sending another gal on our team who we've done an episode with Tessa before about like, non-toxic home and living and that kind of stuff. So Tessa is the one who brought me into um, the business side of it, but I kept sending her people and I was like, Hey, you know, here's so-and-so she wants to try beauty counter. Hey, here's so-and-so she wants to try beauty counter. Cause I told her about it. And Tessa was like, girl, like, why don't you do this with me? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I have time. And then I was like, how many times I feel like I've said that I don't have time, but I know that I do, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can set aside time and it doesn't have to be an over consuming thing. I think that's the one biggest, I guess, I don't know, hold up for people when I engage about, you know, Hey, would, would you be considered or would you consider being a consultant? You're, you're using the products. You love them. Like you could do this as like a little side hustle. So with that question and time frame, I mean, it's a different case if you're doing this for your full time as a job. And then it's maybe a different case if you're doing this as kind of a side hustle, but where do you see that most people kind of can like, you know, how many hours could they really spend if they just want to be involved and be engaged and make a difference in the education and the mission versus, okay, I'm going to do this full time. Like what are those two different time dedications and allotments look like? Do you think? I think, you know, I think it really just depends, you know, on the person and really what they're looking to get out of it. Um, you know, I think that, like you said, you can definitely do this part time. You can do this full time but you've got to do it where it's not just some time. And when you're focusing on it, if it's even just 20 minutes or 15 minutes a day, that can really add up. And I remember really early on in my business talking to one of my mentors and her telling me that she had never worked so hard for her first paycheck, which was like $200. And her, you know, here her husband was a doctor and still is. And he's like, what are you doing? And then the same woman now, I can't even tell you, like, I mean, she might even already cleared $100,000 in one month now. You know what I mean? Something wow. so insane. And so I realized real quickly on that there are going to be those times in a business like this that you have to put a little bit more. You've got to work a little harder. 
And initially when you're going, especially those first 90 days to even first year, you might work a little harder, but you're building this amazing foundation. And once you build this foundation, it can really just exponentially grow so quickly. And I look at it now, like now doing this almost in my fifth year is there was honestly probably my second and my third year, I worked harder than I do now. And it's kind of, and it's, but you know, and I paid my dues and that happens. And I, but I love that too. And I love that with this opportunity, you might have some weeks where you want to do this for two hours a week, five hours a week. And then there's some weeks you're like, I've got a lot more time. I'm going to blow this out of the park and I'm going to do it for 20 hours or anything in between. Um, so I don't know if that really answers the question, but um, you can get so much done if you've got, if you just get some systems in place and then you make the most time out of the time that you have. And so scrolling Facebook or trolling Facebook is not really working, even though next thing you know, 45 minutes has gone by and you're like, wait, what did I do? Versus having a meaningful phone conversation, you know, sending out a couple of those texts, um, you know, scheduling a party where you have just a couple of friends together, that is going to build your business. Yeah. And I'm glad you started to kind of segue into that because I'm thinking to myself as you're speaking, I was like, I need to let people know who are listening, like, (laughs) what does it mean to do the business or what does it mean to put in hours to this business? Um, Maybe if we back up a little bit, I mean, Beauty Counter is, yes, a skincare and makeup brand and company. And as consultants, you know, we share the mission, people buy products and we're able to make a business out of that because as consultants, you get a percentage of those sales. But what exactly, I guess, does it look like to put systems into place, to create a schedule, to build your day around doing Beauty Counter or even just a few hours, Beauty Counter as a business? Like what are all the things that you're doing? Oh, there's so many things that you can be doing. And what I love about Beauty Counter is not one way is the only way, you know? Um, And because everybody's life looks completely different. And we've got women who do Beauty Counter who've got five kids to no kids, probably even some women who have six kids or more, Uh, women who work full-time jobs and raising a family. And they're passionate and they just fit it in. And so the biggest, best advice I can give is that Sunday is your day of mapping out your week and blocking aside if it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it might be, look at the week ahead and put in the time of this time I'm going to call this person. This time I'm going to do my social media post. This time I'm going to, you know, plan to do a drop off and kind of schedule it that way. Um, it so much you can get done that and, and just, and as we call it calendar blocking and you know, and just setting aside those specific times that you are going to work your business. And then obviously the in-between times, you can get up those little texts. So I know a lot of the moms, you know, they're the pickup line for their kids at school and they're sitting and they're waiting. Then they're sending out a text to their friend. You know, they're sending a boxer with their team. So they, they really find these little nooks and crannies and it's so much more meaningful. Like I know whenever now I'm driving to, if I drive up to LA, I'm listening to one of our, you know, training courses or a podcast, things that are going to help me grow, not only my beauty counter business, but also in my, you know, in my personal life as well. So we've got, I love that we've got so many great tools and trainings to help with that focus. But at the end of the day, it's about having confidence and having conversations. So really just getting out there and having conversations. And just remember these conversations could be just three minutes, two minutes, five minutes. It doesn't have to be you pitching right away. It's about creating those relationships and building from those relationships. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I have been sharing with my team. So my team, I have about, I think seven or so people, ladies underneath me that all happen to be nutritionists. Um, and it really just, it's, you know, I'm giving people advice and it's one thing that it just comes naturally for us to give that type of advice is look at the ingredients in your skincare. We know that these are, you know, these known things are hormone disruptors or endocrine disruptors. So I think that's why it really speaks to a lot of, um, you know, wellness, wellness practitioners. Um, so a lot of the people on my team happen to be NTPs or are involved in nutrition and wellness in some level, whether they teach Pilates or yoga or something like that. Um, but having said that, so one thing I've been sharing with my team members is, you know, when people just casually ask me like, hey, Allie, like, <clears throat> you know, like, how are you? What's up? You know, I will answer the question differently than maybe I used to. 
Um, and I will say, you know, things are great. Like I've been really, really involved with beauty counter lately and that's been awesome. I'm back to work two days a week. Asher just started eating solid foods. Like I will just throw it in the conversation of like, because that is truthfully what is going on in my life. I've really kind of taken a turn this year to really want to focus more on the beauty counter business as a, a mom. It's just something that fits so nicely into my life right now that I've been really lucky. I think that it's just speaking to me. And that's what I'm like, if I sit down at my desk and I have like five things to do and I'm like, okay, I really need to create this guide. I need to do marketing for the clinic. I also have beauty counter stuff. I'm always being like, Ooh, I'll do the beauty counter stuff. Like I'm just drawn to wanting to do that. So I'm kind of just tapping into what my body and my, yeah. my mind is doing intuitively, but in bringing it up in conversation, I think that's been really helpful because if someone doesn't know what beauty counter is at all, they will be like, oh, well, that's cool that you're doing that. Like, what is that? You know, or if they're like, oh, I didn't really know you were so heavily involved in it. Maybe that's a person who ends up wanting to either try new products or host a social for me and expose their friends to cleaner products. So just by bringing it up in a casual conversation, like you're saying, like it doesn't have to be salesy at all. Like it's not meant to be salesy. Yes, we're doing it to make, you know, a living, some of us, or maybe make an extra income. But at the same time, it always goes back to like, Hey, I just want to share something that like I personally use. And I feel almost guilty about not telling people about it. <laughs> That's another thing I compared it to when I was talking to um, a gal on my team. I was like, you know, like when you find the perfect nut milk and no one tells you about it, <laughs> It's like, why have you been holding out on me? Like, it's so hard to find a clean nut milk that like doesn't have extra xanthan gum or sweeteners or whatever. It's yeah. like, I've been telling everybody about between Malk, M-A-L-K and this new Elmhurst brand I'm obsessed with. Like, I just feel guilty not sharing this information with totally. you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I want to know. Exactly. I mean, it's like beauty counter is the hottest trend, you know, and it's not even just a trend. It's not a fad because it's not going anywhere. Um, you know, gosh, six years ago, clean beauty wasn't even a word. And now it really is transforming. And, but yeah, it is. I mean, that's what I love is we're this, we're a mission-based company that's dedicated to getting safer products. And so when I think about it as from that side of being a mission, it is my mission just to share and to help. And I want to make a difference. And I want to, you know, when you go, I, I come with it for what I'm doing to somebody or not what I'm doing to somebody, but what I'm doing for somebody. So, and how this might change their life and who knows which ways. So if it is just, even if it's, you know, switching just a body lotion and it's not necessarily, as you heard, our mission is not to get beauty counter products in the hands of everybody. It's to get safer. And so I always came from that point of view. If I could help people just start reading the labels, just start making a little bit of difference. Oh my gosh, this could trickle into so many areas in their life. So yeah, we're just, you know, it's, it's really exciting. It's, I love it. I love that you love it. You're doing an amazing job, <laughs> I've got to say. And I think that, you know, and that's when going back to, too, is like when people ask me when I first started, like what I did, I, I was doing, then I was doing like a lot of technology, um, social media marketing, then for some conferences as well. And I would say, yeah, I do social media marketing for some conferences, but really my passion is with a company called Beauty Counter. And there was a, wait, what's Beauty Counter? What's this passion? And it just would start those conversations and um, and then those conversations turn into some amazing, amazing new friends. I think my first year, I think I, I, I think I gained like 200 new customers that I actually never knew before starting Beauty Counter. That's incredible. And those people tell somebody it's like the ripple effect, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. They opened their doors because they were just so excited to help. And then they were so excited to learn and they fell in love with the products because they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a good, I guess, transition into my next question. And maybe we've already answered that, but just by saying it is a mission education, safer product-based company. But what do you think is, um, I'll share what my, um, I guess, biggest misconception or what I hear, but what is the biggest misconce misconception about Beauty Counter, do you think? Um, for me, I feel like people will say, oh, you know, it's an MLM or isn't it like an MLM or isn't it kind of like Arbonne? Like constantly I hear that and it's, it's hard to not be like triggered by that because I'm like, well, it's not <laughs> clearly, but I can see that if you don't know about, uh, know about anything, you know, right off the bat, like you might think that. So is that something that is common for you or what do you think is the biggest misconception? Oh, I mean, yes. I mean, I think that we, you hear that often. Oh, is this like, you, know, you said, Arbonne or Mary Kay or things of that nature. And, you know, there's two ways. One is when people would ask, 
how does it compare to one of these brands? You know, the first thing I always say is, honestly, I, I can't say how it does because I've actually never worked for Arbonne. I've never worked for Mary Kay. I've never even used these products, but I can speak to what we do and what we're doing differently. And that, then I, I basically segue into what Beauty Counter is about. And I talk about how we are this B Corp, how we are a company that is education first, product second, that advocates for stronger laws. There's no other brand out there that is going out to Washington, D.C. We've sent women on two separate occasions, 100 women representing all 50 states to meet on Capitol Hill, to talk about the need for more, you know, more health protected laws. Um, we were just recently right now in Sacramento uh, regarding um, this, this bill that we're trying to get passed. And I think it actually is getting pushed through the assembly floor as we speak, but still it's going to take until I think 2020 or longer because everything takes time. Um, but about fragrance and the fact that, you know, right now fragrance is something that who knows what's in fragrance. It's a huge loophole. And, um, you know, we want brands to start listing actually what are the ingredients that they're putting in fragrance because there's a lot of harmful stuff. And we're having these conversations. So I think it's just when you look at what we're doing from a, a whole wellness approach, it's so, so different. In addition, then, too, it's really Greg did set up this model where we are a direct retail. And people are like, well, what does that mean? And I'm happy to share that, yes, probably 90% of our business, at least 90% is done through the independent consultants like you and me who are going out there and, you know, sharing. But we do have some now pop-up stores. We have a store in New York City. We have a store right now in Denver. They're going to be opening up a store, I believe, sometime in November, don't quote the exact date, um, in Abbott Kinney in L.A. You know, we've got to have, we have a store in Nantucket past couple summers. That is so cool and different because we're meeting our customers where they want to be met. So, um, so yeah, I think it's just, it's just enlightening and educating um, and just asking more questions and asking them if, they're, if they have an issue with an MLM, what is their issue? And then going back to, well, let's talk about, you know, what are you looking for in a product? What are you looking for in a brand? And let's see if we can find a good solution. I love that answer so much. <laughs> Half the time when Ashley talks, I'm just like either record. Well, luckily I, we are recording this, so I can just listen back to it. I'm just like write that down. That's good. <laughs> um, okay, so from a from a women empowerment, I guess perspective or position, can you talk about like how does this business also boost confidence? How does it give you kind of like the I don't know, tenacity of being, you know, your own boss. And then, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like the friends and the relationships that we've built with other women, like how is this a really strong women company? Oh my gosh. It's amazing. You, I really, I always say like, if you ever think that you want to be an entrepreneur, do something like us, join Beauty Counter because <laughs> you get to learn so much about yourself. You get to learn about what it takes to be an entrepreneur and, and really at a really, very low investment cost to, to launching a business. And we give you all the training and the tools. Oh my gosh, we have platforms, I call it like Counter University, we call it, where you get to learn anything and everything about really launching a business. So how to communicate, how to share, you know, all these skills that some people know, some people have, but a lot of people don't because most people do Beauty Counter have never been a salesperson in their life. And actually Beauty Counter, I believe there was a stat um, that I, be, I believe that 65 to 70% of the consultants who joined our brand have actually never done a direct sales business before either. So we're really attracting such high caliber women. It's unbelievable. I, like, I pinch myself all the time thinking, wow, I cannot believe I'm connected with so many smart, sophisticated, classy women. It is unbelievable. And of course, men as well. And so that's the thing is we're attracting if it's lawyers and doctors and nutritionists and yogas and, you know, moms and, you know, dentists and anything, any type of field. We're broadcasters. I mean, we are attracting them because of what this brand is representing. So you're going to, the friendships you're going to meet, the skills that you're going to learn. I mean, they're lifelong skills mm -hmm. and that you'll be able to apply into so many other areas of your life as well. Absolutely. I was talking to a young nursing student who reached out to me on Instagram, actually. And she was like, Hey, I'm still in school, but I'm really interested in starting my own business. I would love if I could chat with you. And I was like, well, I don't really know if I have too much to offer, but I can share with you at least what I did. Um, and the one thing I told her, I mean, it was like halfway through the conversation and I realized hey, you know what? I really did get a lot of good business building entrepreneur tips and advice and like coaching through Beauty Counter because yes. when I, I, I didn't even like realize it until I was saying this to her. And 
I, you know, my, my thought process was, okay, it's either a really silly to join beauty counter while I'm starting my own business, because that's two things now that I have to do. But I knew that until I was done with school, I wasn't going to have any type of certification. And so how could I immediately start influencing people into a healthier direction? Oh, I could do that via beauty counter, gain all these different contacts and people gain their trust. And Mm -hmm. then I can transition that into when I do build a business, they'll kind of fold into each other. And so I joined beauty counter even before I was finished with doing anything with nutrition. And it actually was just this like beautiful blossom of a marriage where I did learn a lot. Yeah. I think that's the thing is, is everybody thinks sometimes there's going to be that perfect time to get started. There's no perfect time. There's always something going on in life. And you know, if it's school, if it's moving, if it's family, if it's whatever it might be, there's always going to be something. So if you're attracted to this, I always just say, get started now. And it is, you're always going to be learning. You're never going to know everything. Right. And, but it's such this opportunity that you can learn as you grow, right? And I think kind of going back to like kind of back earlier asking me about like how much time it takes or things like that is I remember very early on, I looked at it as like a four-year plan, just like, you know, with college. And, you know, when you go to school, you're going to have your ups and downs. But if you're, you're set on getting a degree, you keep at it, right? Or whatever it might be, if it's your law degree, your medicine degree, things like that. So I looked at it as a four-year plan. I just knew hey, you know, I can build this up, but just by just doing something every little day, it's going to really add up. So I think that, yeah, you can do this if you are, I mean, what a perfect time to also to have a, somebody reach out to you when they're in college. This is just going to also give them these skills that sometimes they can't teach you in college. And you get to learn it through an amazing company with having the support of unbelievable resources from the women that are associated with this and then, of course. Mm-hmm. And also from a leadership perspective, I think that that has really helped me just gain confidence and, you know, delivery of anything that I'm saying, you know, like I am reaching out to women and asking, how can I help you? How can I support you? Yes. What are you thinking are your biggest challenges? And just having these conversations where I feel like I probably used to get, I mean, even if it was just a call with somebody, I'd probably get really nervous. And it's like, well, this is just a call. You're standing in your kitchen. What are you nervous about? And now it's like, you're kind of as a, you know, building a team underneath you, you have to take a little bit of a confidence stand and say, mm-hmm. no, I am, you know, leading this team and I am here to support you. And it's kind of an interesting way that like, you just see yourself kind of stepping into a leadership role without even really knowing that you're doing it <laughs> and seeing oh my gosh. How, like, yeah, how that plays out in different parts of your life. It, oh, it really, really does. Um, you will grow so much. I mean, I just think the growth of being in, especially as a leadership role too. I mean, I'd never been a leader in my life. You know, like I said, I was just a salesperson and now to try to inspire and mentor women, it's awesome. It's challenging, but it's fun and you get to learn and grow and you, it just, I don't know. Now I'm kind of rambling. And <laughs> okay. Well, Ali knows I do that. Sorry. <laughs> good. Yeah, the passion shines through. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just yeah, it really is. It's just um, I just think that you get it's it's just an amazing, amazing opportunity in this day and age that you can fit this business in, no matter what your life looks like, and you can make a difference, and you can be very proud, and your family will be really proud as well. One hundred percent. So, a question that I'm sure everyone is very interested in. Um, I remember hearing kind of in the very beginning of like the compensation for beauty, beauty counter and the, the money and the ability that you can bring to the opportunities, I guess you could bring into either yourself or your family using beauty counter as a financial income. Can you talk to us a little bit about the compensation plan? Just, you know, like very high level, but then also, you know, what does it look like to, what does your paycheck maybe look like at a manager, at a director, at just a consultant, if that's where you're Mm -hmm. comfortable? Yeah, I really think that Beauty Counter set up an incredible financial plan, um, and it really is a pay-by-performance type of plan. And so, you know, the very baseline of getting paid is 25% commission on whatever you sell. So if you sell $100, you make 25 bucks. And they have set it up where they have this um, add-on where if you want to really maximize the compensation plan from a selling perspective we have a sales bonus program where you can get up to 35% commission on whatever you sell. And if you're selling $3,000 a month, your title actually is a manager and because a manager is 2,500. And so if you're selling $3,000, that is $1,050 that you know you're getting in 
So a little over $12,000 a year just off of your own personal sales. And you get that, that those sales come from you know, customers, or we also have it's called Band of Beauty, which is our membership loyalty program. And that's where, you know, we're kind of like, you know, your loyalty program of if it's, you know, joining a Costco or Nordstrom's and you will make, you know, the commission off of having those clients. Um, should you decide that you want to be a business builder and really grow a team, there's just amazing add-on plan that you have this opportunity to mentor and guide women as they're also launching their business. And you can make, you know, obviously a great, great income. So the income can definitely vary. Um, you know, we've got women who are making 50 to $300 a month if they're a consultant. And that's, you know, they're, they're just very casually sharing. Where then we've got women who are, you know, at the managing director level who are making, you know, on average 250000 and, you know, um, and above and, and below, you know. So it really, it can really vary. I don't know if that answered the question at all, but there, this can be, we did have last year our first million dollar earner. Um, you know, we've had a couple of women who have made over a hundred thousand dollars in one given month. And these are our women who are just like any of us, you know, they're not anything different. They just, they led with passion and excitement and um, have really locked arms with other women who are just equally as excited as well. Yeah, that definitely answers the question. Just to give people an idea of like, this is kind of what we're looking at. And then obviously, if you guys are interested in, in anything we say here today, <laughs> then obviously reach out. But looking at the compensation plan, like that's something that, you know, you can get into all these details, but that's a really good overview of what I just kind of wanted to share. Yeah. Okay. And it's, we actually have on the website, they have an income disclosure. So you can just, I mean, we're very transparent in what people are earning. And we do have some like fun little programs too that the company offers incentive programs for, you know, when you hurt, hit certain rankings and, um, and then they do fun little incentives as well. But, you know, Greg has always been about, um, our, our founder has been more, let's give good money where therefore you can use that money how you want to spend. If it's a family trip or things like that versus giving away like fancy swag, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so switching kind of from a business perspective, I wanted to lead with that first and then get a little bit into the product. And I know a lot of our um, listeners use Beauty Counter. Some of them are consultants as well. But from a product standpoint and an ingredient standpoint, can you, I guess, aside from the obvious, maybe share a little bit about your thoughts on why Beauty Counter is superior to other brands and then maybe throw in a little bit about our sustainability um, and like rigorous testing. I think that's pretty unique to our company as well. Yeah, no, it is definitely really unique. And, you know, we have a never list of over 1500 ingredients that we'll never put into any of our products. And, you know, we have always talked about our never list. It's on our website. It's something that um, is really dear to what our brand is about. Um, we partner with, um, well, Environmental Working Group, EWG, which for those who I'm assuming your listeners probably have heard of it before, but, you know, they're all about, you know, protecting the environment. And a lot of our products are EWG verified. And for me, as somebody who didn't come from this clean space at all, I love that it made it so easy for me just to shop. I just trusted what Bright Beauty Counter was doing. And we've partnered with, you know, like Tufts Universities. We've got some of the most brilliant minds that are behind Beauty Counter that are, we're you know, and obviously the ingredients as well. And being a B Corp, going back to that is, you know, we want to make sure that the ingredients that we're using, not only are they safe, but also how are they sourced as well? And that's a really big thing that's really unique to Beauty Counter, the sourcing. And, you know, are where we're sourcing it, are the people getting paid fair wages? And so we actually have some really cool blogs out there that talks a little bit more on the subject, but we do test all of our products prior, during, and after production. And I think um, one fun story that I always really amazed me was back in the day, we were coming out with a product and um, we were using organic roses, right? And, in, you know, as an ingredient. And, you know, like I said, we would test our product prior, during, and then after production, all of a sudden there were stylates in this product. And we're like, wait, what? Stylates? That's like the plastic. That's, you know, it's on our never list. That's not supposed to be like, where is this coming from? And it turned out that those farmers were collecting the roses in plastic bags. Wow. Just by the roses touching the plastic, you couldn't actually get the plastic out of the formulation. Hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah, I didn't know I that. Can, it's crazy. And so now these farmers obviously farm very differently. They're not collecting their, their, their roses in plastic anymore. And that's because of our company. And so something like that, it's so unique and different 
And, you know, we batch test all of our, you know, when it comes to like all of the makeup, because like we're doing individual batch tests. So you should feel really confident in what Beauty Counter is doing from that testing, from the sourcing and from the ingredients. And of course, we're always learning as well. Yeah, I think one of my favorite um, just abilities that we have with ingredients and testing is there is an answer. If you don't know the answer, like our customer service is so beyond helpful. I mean, I get a few different questions here and there about ingredients and what if this and why do you use this? And like Ashley was saying with the transparency part about it, I mean, every single ingredient that we do use, there's a reasoning and what it's used for. Like there's no hiding anything. I had a question um, about like salicylic acid, which is in a few different products, but at like such a small percentage. And that's really kind of the key to why, you know, we are able to use some products, but safely. And so I called customer service and just asked them a handful of questions that someone had asked me. And I got all of the answers that I needed, was able to get back to this client and say like, here's exactly what I found out. And she's like, thank you so much. That like is, you know, there's no other company I, I don't think that you can really do that with. Um, to really ask specific ingredient questions. And one of the answers was that the consult or the um, customer service, she said, you know, I don't know about that, but let me ask our formulator. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, that's awesome. You know, like there's, they're very open to wanting you to feel comfortable with everything that they use. Um, so I think that's just a really, really awesome standpoint. And to, it speaks to really how honest they are about everything. Yeah. It's funny you said that that was actually when I was looking at joining, um, I have a friend who she even makes her own um, cat food, dog food, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Crazy, you know, and she's, I mean, she makes everything, right? And um, she's sugar-free, vegan, uh, and I had her look into this brand, you know, because I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know from the space, and she looked in and she goes, Ashley, I would absolutely support you. I would go to one of your parties versus a lot of these other, you know, companies, she goes, I couldn't be there and you wouldn't want me there. <laughs> so it's been, you know, it really, it was like, and she asked some questions and we got the answers back, just like you were saying. And she was like, wow, I've never seen a company do this. Like how they just are so raw and real and they will give you the answers. So it's just, it's, it's remarkable. Yeah. I am like, I am a nut about ingredients, especially you know, like during pregnancy and breastfeeding and everything. And it's like, if I have any inkling of like, okay, what if, then I just ask. And it's mm -hmm. super easy to get any answers, which is just so awesome. Um, and, I think, and I think kind of going to, sometimes people are like, well, why do they use this? Or couldn't they formulate without it? Is I'm not, is, you know, we are a clean brand. We're not saying we're a vegan brand. We're not, even though a lot of our products are vegan, you know, and we do mm -hmm. use you know, we have a ton of organic and natural. I think 80% of the ingredients we use in our products are organic and natural. But we're also a brand that's all about this performance. And I think people forget about that a lot of times too, is, you know, when Greg came and set up this company, she, it was measured on two pillars, safety and performance. And that's why I always love the statement of if Whole Foods and Chanel were to make a baby, it's called Beauty Counter. And so, um, and that's, you know, like, that's what, it was, like I said, I was attracted from that performance side and then the safety, it was just a no brainer, you know? And so, um, I think that's one reason too, is, you know, we have the pigments, we've got this, but we're, and they're safe and they're good for you. So you're not sacrificing performance with products of ours as, as well. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to makeup. I mean, skincare and lotions and things like it's a little bit harder, I think, to maybe be like, oh, that doesn't perform like as well, or maybe my skin isn't. But makeup is like hands down, like it's, it's a non-negotiable. And so I just, I honestly just stopped using all the things, but I didn't have anything to use in replacement because I was like, well, I guess I just, I mean, and same thing. I was like, I guess I just don't wear deodorant now. Like, I guess I just don't wear <laughs> Like, you know, I just, for a while, I was kind of stuck in this like fear of like, I just don't. And then once I, you know, obviously learn more about different products, I mean, I'm, there's a handful of like those two things I'm waiting for beauty counter to come out with <laughs> deodorant and perfume. Um, the companies that I liked for those, if people are wondering, I really do like primarily pure for deodorant and I really do like floor. I know, I think didn't beauty counter partner with floor or like I don't know. Maybe they're recommended in the same genre for something, but Floor has, you know, really good fragrances and stuff too. But anyways, their makeup is just, it works. It just hands down works and it doesn't like rub off on your face. And that's what everybody says is like, makeup's one thing I'm not really ready to compromise on, um, you know, how well it works just to use like a farm to table thing. And our makeup like meets all the expectations. I guess that's something that I would like you to maybe talk about is how, 
many uh, makeup artists actually are using beauty counter products too, right? Well, I I don't know the number. (laughs) Well, no, not how many, but like. What I can tell you is this, is our products are being used at every single red carpet event. And so many makeup artists, Christy Coleman, who's our celebrity makeup artist, she was the very first one to really clean up her palette back in the day. And, you know, I think she has worked with so many celebrities, about probably 44 front covers, um, you know, from Victoria's Secret models to Emma Rose to Connie Britton. I mean, the list goes on and on. And, you know, when I'll say some of our makeup, when they came out, some of the makeup was already great. So our, I love our tint skin, our dew skin, our lip glosses, lip shears. Those were amazing. I'm going to be very honest. I thought our eyeshadows were kind of blasé when we first came out with eyeshadows. And those eyeshadows actually came out a year later than they were supposed to be from the testing of the heavy metal. We ended up having to go to a vendor in Italy initially for all of ours because we couldn't find a vendor in the United States to make the eyeshadows, you know, as clean as possible. And thankfully now we have, everything is made in the United States with Beauty Counter, which is really, really amazing. And now we've got this pigment and now these eyeshadows, oh my goodness, like they're unbelievable. Like you need color, you need shimmer, you need this. Use our eyeshadows. It is, they are insane. So if you have, if you tried Beauty Counter's eyeshadows like three, four years ago, you need to come on back because yeah. it is, it is night and day. But yeah, we've got so many celebrities. I mean, that's the thing is the press on these products too. It is really unbelievable. I think, you know, we've won an award for the past five years, at Best Beauty Award and Allure for different products of ours, um, such as like the Dew Skin, our mascara, our face oil, number one. But we are just constantly in, if it's in style, Cosmo, Glamour, I mean, the list goes on and on. Yep, yep. Every time there's a red carpet, I love following the hashtag. Um, beauty counter, better beauty or whatever. And being like, Ooh, this person likes it. Ooh, this person likes it. Also just cause it makes me, I mean, not to be super judgy, but like, it makes me really like appreciate them more as an actor. Cause I'm like, Oh, they care about like healthy things. <laughs> it's so amazing to see. It really is. It's like, and it's really cool. I mean, that's the thing is I think that, yeah, I mean, it's to see, and there are, we do have a lot of uh, makeup artists now sharing beauty counter because they want to use better products on their clients. And once again, it goes hand in hand, just like how you've got this audience who is living healthier and cleaner. And it just makes sense because you're already talking about the foods you're eating and you're talking about what you're putting on your skin. These makeup artists have this opportunity to educate their clients when they're doing the makeup. And then they can always be recommending these safer products as well. So it's a really great side complimentary business for them. Yeah. Okay. I think you, you said it perfectly when you said Whole Food and Chanel had a baby because that, that truly is a very good description. So Beauty Counter is not inexpensive. However, it's not more expensive, right, than any other type of, you know, makeup brand you'd find at, like, the makeup counter. Mm -hmm. Is is that kind of accurate, you think? Absolutely. I mean, it is department store prices, and but what I have found is a little goes a long way. And so my products are lasting significantly longer than they did when I was, you know, buying other brands um, because they don't have all those just nasty fillers in them. And... I also really look forward to them using the products as well. And so, and like, and the performance is great. So it's crazy how long, you know, our night cream, our day cream, our face wash, lotion, whatever it might be, our shadows, everything lasts a very long time. So it's a great investment. Okay, good. And then for someone wanting to switch to cleaner, but they're worried about maybe the investment it could take to have to like overhaul your entire, I mean, there's a quote, um, right. That like women use how many products before or like throughout the day, like we're just going to say on average 13, 13. Okay. So women use an average of 13 products throughout the day and your skin absorbs anything in 60 seconds. So obviously this is something that you know, okay, yes, I want to start doing this if you're not already. Where would you recommend that people start if they're not ready to get rid of everything and make, you know, a $5,000 purchase on everything they own? What are some of the things that they can do to kind of just like ease into this? Well, I think you said, I mean, with you saying our skin's our largest organ, I would, I would look at things that you're putting on your skin every day and what's going to cover the most area of your skin. So body wash, body lotion, um, you know, shampoos, um, I think face washes, because you're washing your face, a face lotion. Um, you know, if it's the summertime, a, sun, a good sunscreen. Um, 
those areas. I think that, you know, you don't need to start off with the mascara. I think that's maybe a little silly. <laughs> I would definitely say though, but I would say a good lipstick lip gloss because you're ingesting it, you know, you're constantly putting it on your lips constantly. So um, those would be the areas that I would start off with. Okay. Awesome. I love it. I agree. Agree. Yeah. And I would say, and we know, like, we know that it matters what you're putting on your body because things are absorbed this way, because otherwise there wouldn't be such thing as nicotine patches for control patches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. To finish and wrap up this kind of lovely interview, I was curious if you, if you had to pick your top five favorite products that you cannot live without, what would they be? What? Have they, have you shared yours? No, but I can, if you want me to start. Okay. Well, I'll tell you mine first. So mine are hands down the counter time collection which is the new packaging. Well, actually, we didn't really talk about packaging that much. Maybe I'll start with Counter Time and just tell them what that is, and maybe you can go into packaging. But Counter Time is the rejuvenating anti-aging line, basically a little bit reformulated, repackaged. It is like blowing my mind, and I can't stop telling people about it. I get it, talk about getting excited to use things. Like, I mean, I already get excited to go to bed because I'm always tired. But I get really excited to go to bed because I get to use like all of the counter time products. And I swear it's still on my face in the morning and it has totally transformed my skin. My skin is pretty dry, I guess, for the most part, especially on my nose. My nose is like always peeling, even though I'm like not out in the sun all that much. I don't know what the deal is, (laughs) but it is completely just like taking care of that issue. And it's my just go-to anti-aging favorite line that Beauty Counter has. But going back to the repackaging, they put everything in this line and then they're starting to do this into other products as well, but using glass. They are. And it's really exciting because the glass too is actually coming from North America. So it's not coming from China. So we're really doing a great job on reducing the miles of product travel. Um, And in addition, another thing too, is you'll notice in this new line too, we're actually reducing the amount of like, there's no plastic caps or lids and spatulas and so that's actually removing eighty thousand plastic parts from the landmills each year so it's crazy um i love that our brand is on this holistic approach when it comes to wellness not just for our own health but also for the environment's health and it's so important the packaging is absolutely gorgeous so i agree with you um this new line with got a a retinal natural it's got not baka choy, because I say it that way, but it's baka chiol. Bakukiol. There we go. <laughs> Bakukiol. I love that. Oh, my oh my goodness. It is like the hottest crave right now. And I do think, I mean, it is, people don't need to be using retinol. This this line is so good. It is so good. I mean, uh, people are coming in like, your skin is looking amazing. And it was, I needed it. And so uh, it is in that line, that eye cream is it is hands down the best eye cream I've ever tried. And I was using some pretty high end lines prior to beauty counter and I've tried some other lines too while using beauty counter and their eye cream. It's the best for sure. Um, so that line, I love the face oil wash in it. It's, Oh, it smells so good. It's so, so good. So yeah, counter time, you cannot go wrong and it's great for any skin. So if you've got sensitive skin, it's really great. But if you're really addressing the fine lines, anti-aging, it's, it's a winner. It is. And I was just going to look up, I wrote a little blurb yesterday on why it's important to avoid retinol. And I was trying to pull that up and be really sneaky and have that done, but I don't know if I can find it. But one of the reasons, I mean, retinol is just not considered to be overall safe and people have been using it for a really long time, but it's, um, yeah. I mean, do you have any more information on kind of the, the retin, the retinol versus the retinatural? Well, the main thing is, is, um, well, there's a couple of things, but retinol, you know, it can be an irritant. And I think a lot of people do, it, it can be a big skin irritant. It works for some, it doesn't work for some others, right? And when doctors are prescribing it, it's really intended to be used at night. And the problem is, is people will use it during the day. And also it somehow found it way, its way into kids' sunscreen, which is absolutely terrifying because retinol has been known to cause brain tumors, like craziness, you know? So it's just, we always, as a brand, we want to err on the side of caution. But there was, oh, let me see if I can find it too. There's this OK Magazine just did an article on um, on the Bacuchio. 
<laughs> Thank you. I'm so okay. bad at this. And uh, <laughs> and they and they talked a little bit about and oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't find it. Like let me see if I can find it. But it's really fascinating because they talk about the difference of this of this versus using retinol. And it's crazy where retinol comes from. So yeah, I actually I found one. my information on the retinol. So just really quickly. So research on retinol and its derivatives shows, number one, the most common adverse effects from topical use are skin irritations, including redness, excessive skin peeling, and sensitivity to sunlight. Um, on the Skin Deep database, which is the EWG, um, assigned retinol and its derivatives, blah, 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 lift, linking safety concerns to the skin irritation. Again, um, there's a precaution for topical use of retinol to be avoided by pregnant women and women planning to become pregnant. And also due to its photochemical instability, sunscreen is required while using these products um, should be avoided during the daytime. It can be harmful in general. The main supplier for retinol in the cosmetics industry recommends the usage not to exceed 0.1% due to its potential for skin sensitivity and irritants and toxicity. So that's pretty fascinating because I'm pretty sure a lot of the products are using more than 0.1%. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it says this. So this was in the, um, gosh, I'm so bad. At, like, so the Bakuchi all, um, they, they were, there was this article in OK Magazine and it said that unlike retinol, which retinol often contains animal byproducts, including liver, fish, or egg yolk. Bakuchiol uh, is 100% vegan. So I never said I was a green chemist. So if this gives you girls any hopes and not pronounce things and have a very successful business. <laughs> well, you know your stuff on the back end. So that's the most <laughs> And I, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So if you are somebody who is vegan, you want to be using this line because of, uh, you don't want retinol because of well, skin. Yeah, and just thinking of like, I mean, those ingredients like liver, egg, I mean, you don't know where the sourcing is. I'm sure they're not pasture raised or organic. <laughs> so interesting. Okay. Um, well, I'll finish up with just my other favorite products personally, besides the countertime, the charcoal mask. I love, love, love the number one oil, the body lotion, eyeshadow palettes, and lipsticks. Those are all things that I use every single day, could not live without. Love it. Love it. I will admit I'm obsessed also with that charcoal mask. I use it once a week. Me and um, I have a date with the Bachelor series every Monday night and I have my charcoal mask on. Um, it is just so great. I love traveling with it so much. Um, I would never, I'm like at a hotel, like I'll put it on my face and then I'll order like room service and I'll open the door and scare the people. It's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I love that. I love our dew skin, tent skin combination. It just has worked incredibly well. It gives me that hydration, that glow, but then also the coverage. I'm obsessed with our lip glosses. Um, and I will say is if you need just one product in a bottle or, um, that resurfacing peel, you know, go to bed dull, wake up glowing. I still, even with using the new counter timeline, I love, you know, every other night using that as um, an overnight. Perfect. I actually have my husband using, he'll kill me. He doesn't listen to this podcast as much as I would like him to, so I'm not worried. But he actually uses the resurfacing peel because oh, yeah? he has a lot of, he played soccer um, all through high school, college, and he just has a lot of sun damage on his skin. And he's using the peel and it's working amazing. So That's it's amazing. not just for women. It's not, and it's not just for your face too. I've had uh, even women who'll use it on the back of their hands mm -hmm. and it's really helped brighten their hands. Um, I mean, gosh, artists, yeah, it's really, I mean, there's just so many good products. It's so hard to choose, but there's so many. And I would probably say the last thing is, is I am obsessed with, I do combination stuff. So I'm obsessed with the body lotion with the body oil since day one. That is what I've used every single day. I don't know why. I just love it so much. I should add the body oil in then. You know, I, I add like two or three pumps of the body oil and so I don't have to use as much body lotion. So my body lotion lasts longer. And I always say it's like putting extra vitamins on your skin. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope we did a good job of like myth busting beauty counter and going deep into all the things you've ever wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> If you have questions, of course, like reach out to me. Um, you can also reach out to Ashley as well. I mean, she's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this stuff. Um, you can follow Ashley at the blonde Tejada and Tejada is T-E-H or T-E-J-A-D-A. And I will put all of this stuff in the show notes. Um, I'll put some of the interesting, I guess, um, 
even like the okay magazine, like the article and some of the other stuff, um, in the show notes as well for research and counter time and the bukukiol, our new favorite word. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you know where to find me, bare food nutrition at, um, let's see, I was going to say at Instagram.com. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Chelsea always closes out the show. So anytime I do it, I mess it up, but you can find Chelsea. She'll be back, um, after her nuptial. It's so exciting. Yeah, you can find Chelsea at Nutrition with Chelsea. And yeah, thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Thank you.